You're listening to the best of Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. Be sure to catch our show live every Sunday on 1370 AM Austin. For information, archives, and upcoming presentations, visit our website at www.livingwealthyradio.com. What if there was a place where your hard-earned cash could grow safely and sanely without being pilfered by bankers, Wall Street, tax collectors, or other persons of dubious character? A place where you could say no to the motion sickness-inducing ups and downs of the stock market. Where you didn't have to grovel on your hands and knees every time you wanted to borrow money from some tight-fisted banker who collects all your private data and then turns you down. Such a world sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Well, it isn't. All you need to do is call toll-free right now and ask for your Living Wealthy Financial Information Packet. It costs nothing and it will tell you exactly what you need to do to chart a more prosperous financial course and take back what belongs to you. So, do it. Call right now. 1-800-382-0830 That's 1-800-382-0830 Or, visit our website at www www.livingwealthyfinancial.com You'll be glad you did. Good Sunday, Austin. So I know where money's going, and that's, I think, the important thing. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio. Um, what you measure, you can't improve. If you can't measure it, if you don't know where your money is going, how are you going to improve your finances? With your host, Teresa Kuhn. Good afternoon. You are listening to Limiting Wealthy Radio, heard every Sunday at noon on Talk Radio 1370 AM and streaming live at talkradio1370am.com. I am Teresa Kuhn, your host and your bank on yourself, authorized advisor, helping individuals, families, and business owners just like you live wealthier by helping you improve your cash flow, increase your net worth, your retirement income, and the money you leave to your loved ones when you die. Living Wealthy Radio gives you what you need to thrive in the new economy. For a safe, secure way to increase your net worth, retirement income, or just manage your cash flow better, contact us at livingwealthyradio.com. We're joined today by Tammy DeLue, also known as the Grouchy Marketing Lady. Good afternoon, Tammy. Hey, it's not afternoon. It's only 10 a.m. here in the glorious state of California, I'm coming at you live, Teresa. I'm in my comfortable pink papasan here on the Olive Grove. and It's a beautiful spring day, and I'm just kind of feeling laid back and lazy. What about you? Tammy, you're always feeling laid back and lazy. <laughs> I'm not lazy. Actually, I got up. No, you're not lazy. You're hard No, no, no. I got up and did the olive thing this morning before most people even thought about getting out of bed. And I've been out watering my crops. Hey, I have my first zucchini. Very good. I'm, I'm, a, mom, I'm a mommy. How, how big <laughs> is that zucchini? It's a little tiny zucchini. Yay. Okay. Well, you got to start someplace. You okay? do. Absolutely. Well, uh, what's up with you, uh, Teresa? You've been so busy that I think you haven't even been able to talk to yourself lately. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to myself all the time. Well, yes, but at least you don't answer yet. 
we yeah, worry. That's right. That's right. That's when we worry. Uh, what can I say? I don't know. It's uh, the weekend. It's Sunday. And um, just here. Last night, we actually, my husband and I went to a uh, friend's house. They were having a 60s party. Uh-oh. A 60s theme party. Okay. No, what no, did you no, dress like? No, no drugs. No, no, you know, <laughs> hippie stuff from the 60s. Totally clean. I, I dressed like a, well, a couple of us looked like go-go girls. Is what, is what we were told. Oh, my. It was fun. Well, I think we're going to have to get you one of those little cages that go with that. Right? No, 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 no. Dancing in the cages? Tammy, this is a G-rated show. This is a G-rated show. Well, now it's me around. Anyway, I, I, I you, am it's been, G-rated. I've been excited to get back on the air live. We are doing this live, folks, by the way. It is live because, because, because we want to be spontaneous, right? So wake up, Austin, and all my friends. Listen, Teresa, I sent this all over the world, the link to the streaming live radio so people could hear us. That's why you're my marketing Pontificate lady. about various things that are, you know, germane to your financial and spiritual and every other way well-being, right? That's what we're going to do today. Money, we're talking body, about soul. Is that, is that how it Money's goes? cool. Teresa works with clients all over the place, and I hear from them occasionally. I've talked to them before, and they love the job that she does. One aspect of financial well-being or solvency has to do with credit, right? And that's something really, Teresa, and I haven't talked that much about, but I do remember one of your clients telling me, Teresa, how much you had helped them improve their their mindset when it comes to money and credit and things like that. And today I thought, if you don't mind, we could talk a little bit about credit. It's not evil, okay, but it's something you have to keep your eye on, right? Credit's not evil. It's not evil, but it can get away from you. It can. You know, there are better ways of managing credit and managing cash flow, and that's what, you know, we teach our clients. That's what you're all about. That's what we're all about. So, hey, can we bust a few credit myths today? You want to start? Yeah. Dig right in? Uh, We'll just jump right in on that because, you know, uh, just to let everybody know, I I work with entrepreneurs a lot and small business owners, and they that's one of their big problems that they have is getting enough cash flow so they can expand their businesses or they can just make it from month to month. When they have slow times, there are certain seasonal businesses. And, Teresa, it was interesting. I was at the Art and Wine Fest yesterday in Clayton, and I had not, I didn't have any wine. Don't worry. I'm not. <laughs> but I did meet a lot of small business owners there, talked with them, and I think one of their big concerns is you just can't get credit right now. It's hard to get. Cash is king. Cash is king. Cash so is king. we can help them maybe – that, uh, you know, if you have credit and good credit now, it's in your best interest to keep it that way. Right? Oh, that's certainly true. That's certainly true. And and we do teach our clients to become their own source of financing first, right? That way, you it doesn't matter what your credit score is. It doesn't matter what kind of credit you have. You don't have to jump through any hoops. You don't have to, you know, Bow have down. applications. <laughs> you know, your privacy. Have you have you ever applied for a bank loan? It's, it's almost like... Um, it is. It it's gross, opening. Gross. It's like it's like exposing your whole self. You expose your whole self, right? They basically want to know everything, including some some practices that you may be engaged in. That you're like, what? It's pretty. Uh, it's not fun. So if you're if you become your own source of financing first, right, then you don't have to jump through all those hoops. But for those who have to build up, right, the the money needed to become their own source of financing, credit is important. So let's talk about that. Okay. Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, let's so look many. at just some facts that people um, know already about credit, right? You know that you need to keep it in a good standing, but you may not know exactly always why. I think people keep their credit 
in good standing because they know they need it for loans if they want to buy a house someday or if they want to get a car loan or something like that. But did you know that in many states, if you have bad credit, your auto insurance premiums can jump up? And we mean dramatically, anywhere from 10 to 30% sometimes just from having a bad credit score. I, I really didn't realize that. Oh, recently. absolutely. Yeah, that's very true. Auto insurance. Also, your interest rates on your credit cards and mortgages and car loans are going to be higher if you've got bad credit. They're going to ding you significantly higher. So the risk is higher. They're going to compensate you for it. What's the deal with the auto insurance? Are they just doing that as, as uh, well, you, you may be somebody that's going to skip on them? I mean, what is their thought process in doing that for auto insurance? Well, if you have bad credit and you get into a car accident, uh, well, I think what the insurance companies are thinking, you'd, you'd, you'd make up, right, you'd make up um, claims. Oh, yeah. You'd make a claim. So you're a higher risk for the insurance companies. for fraud. Right. And if you've got bad credit, you probably don't have a lot of cash in reserve, so you're going to file a claim for every little thing, right? Oh, yeah, you're going to be a frequency problem, as they call a it. Frequency a frequency problem. problem. Yep. Is, so that, I didn't know that, really. I mean, I didn't think about it. I guess people might know it in the back of their minds, but they didn't think about it. Yeah, no, it's a problem. What, the, what about number two? Before, before number one? two, let's yeah. uh, identify the station. This is Living Wealthy Radio on Talk Radio 1370 AM. And we're talking about credit facts. What is credit fact number two, Tammy? Credit fact number two. Of all the credit myths you know that uh, you hear, this one is the one I believe the most, and I think most people do. I have to keep a balance on my credit card to keep my credit score high. No. That's not true, not but true. people think it. I used to think that if you didn't have a balance on all your cards, that score would go down. No. Nope, nope. Nope. You know, but the, the other the other side of that and that, that fact is uh, if you've got a lot of credit cards, the the more you use each card, the higher your credit score. Now, how many people can be really disciplined and charge on every single one of their <laughs> cards to keep their credit score high? Not many people. Right? Let me go shopping today and charge on every single one of my cards so I can have a high credit score. Oh, goodness. Is that a little crazy? Now, it sounds uh, counterintuitive to me. Yes. It, it is, but who, who, who controls the credit score system? Who's behind Ooh. that whole credit score system? I don't know. Now, that I don't know. Pray tell. Who's, who's behind that? I don't know. It's not Warren Buffett, is it? Do you, do you think it's a banking system? You Could think it be the, the finance? Bank? You the think it's a financing issue system? Issue the visas and stuff. I don't know. I, don't I, I know. really it's don't know who. Who? I mean, who controls? Uh, like, what are the credit uh, Equifax? Uh, Experian. Experian. Equifax. So, TransUnion. Who owns those companies? You know, I bet if we looked at the members of the board of directors of those three That's credit reporting bankers. agencies, we are going to find a couple bankers. Well, this this is the interesting thing that you said. When you have your own uh, self financing program like you have, mm-hmm. you have, you make the rules. You do. You're the when boss. you subject yourself to these credit. I, I don't want to say the word I was thinking, but these credit people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you you subject yourself to their rules, correct? You, you have do. to jump through their hoops you the way do. they say things have to be done. So just remember that when you go out and get twenty five credit cards, you are jumping through 25 different sets of rules and regulations. Every single one of your agreements is going to be different, and it's probably not worth it, like Teresa said, to go charge up all the cards just to get a a credit score. However, that score can kind of hold you in limbo when you're going out to do something. And in hostage. 
You're yeah. a hostage. I tell my clients all the time, you are the boss. How would you like to hear you're the boss? And really, you know, you are the boss. And they call up and they say, I want my money. doesn't matter what Well, I would love it where I get to the point where Visa calls me and goes, please take our card. Please. <laughs> we want you to. What, what, what will it take? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, get to that point where they're desperate. Um, this gentleman that wrote this report was, was kind of caused me to be stupefied when he said you should put your kids, your high school age kids, not your, you know, five-year-olds, but your high school age kids and your college kids, Get them a card on your on your account. You, what do you think about that? I mean, that's controversial to me. I, I don't know. I disagree. You know, I, I understand the need to build up their credit score. Uh-huh. And so maybe if you set up the account uh, or, or put their name on the account, don't tell them about it and don't give them access to the card uh, or any of that information. But, Tammy, I teach my clients to set up systems for their kids so that they never have to walk into a bank or a finance company and ask for money ever. That's that's what my. What do you mean? You can do your system for kids. I mean, they can all day long. They can set it up for your for, for their children. Absolutely, my. So when the kid one. turns eighteen, in other words, they have options. They don't have to take the credit card companies. To. That's right. And you know what? I set it up where they can't have access to the money at eighteen. The parents R- are in really? control. Oh, absolutely. Parents are in control. Do you want to give an eighteen-year-old access to money? Well, no. We give Congress access to money all the time. Look what they do with it. And they're a bunch of two-year-olds. They're grown up with our money. Yeah. Right, right. You know, other people's I mean? money is always an issue. That's that's the point Teresa's trying to say. Is if you give a kid fifty dollars to go to the store to get something for you, chances are they're going to spend every last dime of it. If you give them a credit card and you don't teach them how to use it, um, oh, they're going to go out and you know, be charging up all sorts of stuff. Disaster. My my son would buy candy. That's exactly what, what he'd, buy he'd, buy he'd buy sugar. He'd buy candy? He'd buy sugar and candy. you know, candy. I did this for my sister. To You know, I was trying to do a good deed. This is why I know this is from, from my own experience, my younger sister who wanted to build up her credit, and I put her on my uh, American Express card. And guess what? I started getting, well, I made sure that I got copies of all the bills. That's an important thing. If you're going to do this, make sure that you have control of the billing. Absolutely. So you can see. And then I started getting these things for Margaritaville. And, you know, and I'm like, what? And she was taking all her friends out, dining, dancing, and drinking. On Tammy DeLue. On me. And I was a little bit missed. And you weren't even so, you weren't even having the fun, enjoying the fun. So Teresa's advice on this one is if you can't set up something like she has with her clients, that's the first choice you should have. If you want your kids to have good credit, set them up with a plan like she can show you how to do that. If you can't, be very judicious how you set these cards up and make sure that you are ultimately in control and you can cut them off in a heartbeat. Where you're in the boss. This, <laughs> you're the boss. You're That's in right. the boss. This is Living Wealthy Radio live on Talk Radio 1370 AM streaming. You can check us out on livingwealthyradio.com. Time is 12:18. Temperature is 82 degrees. We will be nice. nice we will enough. be right back in 4 minutes. Welcome back, Austin, to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. I am Teresa Kuhn, joined by Tammy DeLue, and today we are talking about credit facts. If you have just joined us, this is Living Wealthy Radio, and we are discussing credit facts, and this is credit fact uh, number four, Tammy? Number four. Number four, but you know what? 
I've I've got a credit fact for you. Oh, good. I've got something that I did. One I'm of, all ears. One of the things that was really smart that I did when I first got married with my husband, or married my husband, I should say, I kept my own credit score. I kept my own credit. That is a very good point. Excellent. Kept my own credit. So for those that are getting married or are married or living with someone, um, got a partner, keep your own credit. I think that's very, What's the very advantage important. of that, though, Teresa? Tell everybody what, why you want to do that, why you don't want to commingle. <laughs> well, you know, we commingle everything, actually. We're, my, my husband and I, we're independent, but we're very interconnected. So, you know, I like to say we're independent, you guys are so but awesome. no, one, no one's really independent, right? No one's really independent. We're very interconnected. So all our stuff is totally commingled. We don't have that kind of relationship. And for those who do, I I really think about where your relationship is headed because there are issues there. If you can't if you can't mix your money, you've got a problem. But keeping your credit score and your and your own source of credit. Um, what if something happens to your partner or your spouse, and your credit they they had all the credit, and that happens so often with women. Yeah. And what if your spouse or your partner has bad credit? Or what if you have separate credit, something bad happens, and you decide, okay, you know, my partner is going to have all the bad stuff, and I'm going to keep, you know, my credit intact. You've got options, right? Well, there's a question there would be, too. What if you enter a relationship where perhaps you don't have a very long or, or very good credit history? Is it okay to ask your partner to help you with your credit score? You know, help you, you know, in other words, get a couple of cards together so that you can build up your credit score. Oh, absolutely. That, that's very okay. Except there's got to be boundaries there. You know, there's got to be accountability. If, if I'm the one with a good credit and my partner doesn't, I'm taking a risk, right, that, that my partner is going to be responsible with my credit. Well, you t- well, they're going to have to be responsible with everything else too. Your kids mm-hmm. and everything else you give them. So you, you're right. So that's you know <laughs> mon- issue there. money, credit. Gosh, that's so complicated uh, when it comes to relationships. But it's you know it's got to be worked out. Very good point, though. Very what good is, point. What is the the number one reason for divorces in this country? Football. Football. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know people watching football. I don't know. No, uh, it would have to be money or lack thereof. I don't think having too much money is usually cited in divorce, but I think having not enough. And you know what? Part of that not enough money is bad credit. Yep. You know, many, many times it comes down to, you know, couples that have a lot of credit, um, bad credit, bad credit scores. Yep. I think sex is and up get ahead, there. stay right. in a rut all the time. Right, right. So that's me. It's you money. You're by my life there you're on fighting. radio in front of all these gazillions of people. And you're <laughs> fighting about money. How does that? How does that affect the rest of your life? Or your relationship? It affects everything. It really does. That's why we decided, Teresa and I. I mean, why she wanted to do a show on money is because really that's the pivot point for everybody. Everything else sort of flows out of that. You know, your health. Everything is affected by how you you relate to money. It is. It is, Absolutely. which is why. You look at number four, though. Look at what simple things some of you can do to improve your scores. This is one of them. Tell mm. us about that, Teresa. Mm-hmm. What else you can do to improve your score? Well. Look at it occasionally, correct? <laughs> look at it, right. See if there are mistakes. See if there are mistakes. You know, you can go to, uh, you know, every person is entitled to a copy of their free credit report, or a copy of their report, free 
every right. single year? And this is not the guy on TV that's sitting in tight strumming the guitar, okay, people? You can get it because some of those things are scams that offer you free credit reports. You can get it legitimately from the agency. Actually, correct? yes. You can go to annualcreditreport.com to access the free report every single That's year. annualcreditreport.com. Annualcreditreport.com. Watch out for the other posers out there. Right, and we're, and we're going to have this resource uh, posted at livingwealthyradio.com as well. Beautiful. Right. So, so there, there are mistakes. These credit bureaus are not gods. They are they're not perfect. I myself have found several mistakes on the credit, where they reported under the wrong Social Security, I mean the wrong person was on there, they reported the same account collection twice, things like that. So what did you do to fix it? Well, you have to write them and bug them and nag them. Unfortunately, it's not necessarily an easy process. But once you've started the process, you can dispute those errors. Right away, that tells anybody that's looking at your credit report that those are in dispute. Those may not be accurate, and that will you know, somehow impact. It will make people take a, more, you know, a closer look at your, your score and not just take it at face value. And then it takes a, a couple of months to resolve it easily. But, but the statistics from the U.S. Public uh, Int- Interest Research Group said that 80% of us, 80% of us, have at least one or two errors on our credit report. A percentage of those are serious enough to cause a person to be turned down for a job or a loan. Job, job. or a loan. Job yes. or loan. People look at your credit scores for jobs. You know, beyond the loan, obvious loan thing. It's also a job indicator. Why would somebody look at your your score, Teresa, for a job? Well, they want to know what kind of character you have. If you're a responsible person, if you can't manage Lord your money, Lord help me. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know what kind of character I am. You are. You are. You have a great character. You you just ran into some difficulties with, and you got caught up in that whole real estate fiasco in California. Yes. So well, give us hope because there are people out there like that are thinking, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna. Get out of this tree. Is it re- is it possible to repair these things and make Absolutely. them better? Absolutely. I work with clients all the time. And we're not talking about low income. We are not talking low income. Everybody has been affected by what's going on with, with real estate and their real estate investments. Everybody, you know, lower income, high income. I have clients that are worth $10 million that have issues. So it's not... Um, well, Trump had two bankruptcies, right? I mean, every, anybody can run into some issues. Trump is a billionaire, and I bet if we looked at his credit score, he might have he might have a few errors on there, right? Oh, a lot of errors. Ooh, what was that? That's a that was a Snoop special. That was a Snoop sound effect. Oh, oh, uh, you know the subtlety of Snoop here, uh, making his social commentary in between. He's so good. He's so <laughs> what funny. about? Uh, do we have time to do number five yet? Because number five is something we just touched on, which is. Increasing your credit score makes you more employable. We do. Let's let's uh, talk about it a little bit. Let's talk about it. This is livingwealthyradio.com, and we are here every Sunday at noon at Talk Radio 1370 AM. And we're really going to have some guests on soon. You know, we're just getting our act together. This is only our third show, people. There are great things to come. Teresa and I are just we're awesome human beings that you need to get to know. That's <laughs> you know, you're so humble, Tammy. I'm so humble and lovable, like she shines. You are very lovable. Yes, right. Okay. You are lovable. Why would you want to keep your credit score high and get those errors off? Another reason you just mentioned it. Employ to make you more employable. You know, companies consider your credit score to be more than just your financial reputation. 
They consider it a sign of character, consider it a sign of someone who's responsible. If you can't manage your money, how can you manage employees or jobs or, you know, or your job, right? I know. I know know. it's not fair. It's terrible. It's It's not fair. And, you know, people don't take into account you could have just had a bad patch in your life. How about real estate? Just walking away, you know, having your house foreclosed on. That devastates your credit score, by the way. And so it's a vicious cycle, right? If you lose your job and then you lose your home because you lost your job and then you've got bad credit and then you need another job, right? It's it's just a vicious Horrible. cycle. It's and they horrible. made the rules. Again, this is because some certain people decided that this should be so. So your best option out of that is to talk to Teresa about not having to kowtow to these, these people. Right. Become the boss. Become, Become the, boss. the boss of your own money. Boss this, of your money. And this goes back to setting your children up. What a difference it would make if your children never had to go to a bank for a mortgage or a finance company for a loan, and they were in control of their money. You know what happens to my clients that lose their jobs and they, they become their own source of financing, Tammy? They don't stress as much. They don't stress. No. They call me up. They say, hey, I can't make my payments. And I say, no problem. Relax. Take care of everything else you need to take care of. You don't have well, to. Well, the bank wouldn't tell you that, would they? The bank would come after you, right? The bank would say, tough. My clients, their cars don't get repossessed. Their credit scores do not get dinged. Do you know what a relief that is? That's a relief. Sure, it's a relief, and it also allows you. Here's another part of that vicious cycle, Teresa, that I noticed, is that you end up um, on the treadmill because you take the first job that comes along, and it just never gets any better for you. And with your program, people have a little bit of breathing room where they can sit and plan out their next career move without having to be under the stress so much. Right, right. They can check more information out at livingwealthyradio.com. It's all there. It's all there. So Want to do number six? Let's do number six. This all is right. this is a this is eye opening. It is. Listen to this. Everybody, take a deep breath. Go for it, Teresa. Oh, okay. On a three hundred thousand thirty year fixed rate mortgage, a person That's a cottage in California. Okay. That's that's a, a more than a cottage. It's a home. You you can buy a nice home here in Austin for three hundred thousand, okay. right? A person with a poor credit score would pay five hundred and eighty nine dollars more a month than a borrower with a seven hundred and twenty credit score. Oh my gosh. What five eighty nine a month? What could you do, Tammy, with five eighty nine extra a month? Uh, buy my own health insurance. There's a start. How about five hundred eighty nine dollars? How about paying, saving for your child's college education, yeah. and improving your cash flow, putting money away, putting money in your in your bank on yourself account. Tammy, this is why the poor keep being poor. Right, because the rich honestly do not do this. The things that Teresa and I are talking to you about are are just cornerstones, pillars for the rich people to become richer because they know these things. And you, do you think a rich, a really wealthy person, Teresa, goes to a banker? No, the banker comes to them. When you're really wealthy, they come begging you for money instead of vice versa. You got it. You got it. This is livingwealthyradio.com on Talk Radio 1370 AM and streaming live at talkradio1370am.com. You can find information on what we're speaking about today, credit facts, uh, 
at livingwealthyradio.com. Lots of resources there. I'm Teresa Kuhn and Tammy DeLue, grouchy marketing lady, right? And I'm we're discussing, small business whiz. <laughs> and we're discussing credit facts. And you know what? We should take a station break. Let's do it. All right. Very good. The time is 12.34 p.m. Sunday. Beautiful Sunday. Welcome back, Austin, to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. You're listening to Living Wealthy Radio Live here today with Tammy DeLue talking about discussing credit facts. Tammy? Facts, myths. Facts, myths, and mysteries and credit. The mysteries of credit. You know, credit's sort of like alchemy, isn't it? You really don't know what's going on behind the scenes, all these numbers. And, and uh, if I were to tell you, Teresa, how they put together the score, I mean, the math is just mind-boggling. You just, it's hard to feel like you can be on top of your credit. But we did say so far that you should look at your credit. How often should you check your credit report, in your opinion, Teresa? Well, you know, the identity uh, theft experts say you should check it every month. And I, really? Yeah. Not your credit score, maybe, but your your credit report. You should have credit access report. to your credit report every single month and make sure that there's no nothing funky going on there. Yeah, because we just said that 80% of us, in the United States have some sort of error on our credit report that could negatively impact us should we go to try to get a loan or even apply for a really good job. So right, right. Check it, check it, check it. Tammy, should we should we review some of the credit facts we've talked about? Sure. For those that are just tuning in. Yes, all Listen. my millions of friends in Texas. Hello to everyone. A million friends across the world, right? All over the world, all over the <laughs> Everywhere. planet. The universe, Everywhere. God's great creation. Okay, so <laughs> so we've got, uh, what did we talk about? We talked about... Uh, bad credit bad and auto insurance. Uh, and bad, right. Yeah. Right. We talk, and we talked about how uh, you, have to, you don't have to keep a balance on your credit card to keep your score up high. That's very important. That's right. You don't need to. And you don't have to charge on every single card to increase All the time. Your <laughs> that would put your credit out of control. Definitely don't want to go there, right? And um, whether or not to add your kids, uh, if you do so, if you add your kids, do so judiciously. Make sure that you control the outcome, that they're not going to go off to uh, Hawaii for two weeks on your dime. I wouldn't give them a card. I would if not. If she wouldn't do it at all, she's mean. No, <laughs> I would not give them a credit card. Goodness, no. She's seen too many horror stories is what it is. You know, oh. with, she's heard them all. Crazy, crazy. I also, you know, if you're married or you've got a partner, keep your own credit identity, right? Keep your own credit score. Apply for credit in your own name. If you buy real estate investments, um, that's something my husband and I did. We we split it up. But we both had income where we were able to buy our own properties without depending on the other person's credit. And so if you're able to do that, that's a great strategy, wonderful well, strategy. Well, Teresa, you know, my husband had, had no credit at all when I married him, and I built it up, and then I destroyed it. So there you go. Sometimes you're not. <laughs> and you're building it back up. I'm building it back up. That's the important thing. We're going to get to that in just a second, though. Um, make sure you check your, 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 your the facts on your report and if you increase your credit report, as Teresa pointed out, you may get a better job because of it. If you have That's bad right. credit, you might get turned down. That's right. So if you are looking for a job, 
employers today, what are they doing? They are checking out your credit scores. So you want to check it out first. You want to make sure there is there are no errors on that credit report before you apply for that job because that is part of the process today. And why do Teresa, we we pointed out the mind-boggling amount of difference that you will pay if your credit score falls below about 7 at least 715 I've heard. And if, yeah, it's huge. On a $300,000 mortgage, it could be over $580 a month. A month. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's money you could use to put your garden in or something, do something fun with it. Almost 7000 a year. Almost 7000 a year. And, and, and this goes back to the next, the next credit factor myth that we want to blow apart here. Just goes back again to checking your credit report often. And that is there's often duplicate errors that are put on there. If you go to collections, which some of us have had that unfortunate, you know, occurrence, you know, you get to a certain point and you ended up in collections, and it happens. It's, it's not a shameful thing. You just have to be sure that the collection agencies, they're notorious for not reporting things correctly, Teresa. And you could easily have a duplicate. You could have one collection agency will sell their accounts to another one, or you know it, you have the same debt being reported negatively three or four times on your report. So be sure you mm. check that. Right. Important. Yep. Number eight, Important. you've got it. Number eight, uh, collection accounts only minimally hurt your credit after two years. After four years, the damage is all but erased. Tammy, is that true or false? I think that it's true. Uh, a collection account is, is wiped after seven years. After seven years. Okay. After seven years. And then it starts to, the way the mathematics go, my understanding, is that they do rate things or, or weigh things differently. And so after two years... It's a minimal hit, okay? And after four years, they kind of almost ignore it. Well, that's good to know because, you know, seven years is a long time. Long time. time. It is a Maybe. long time. So two years uh, is the is the time period, two years? Two years as it becomes less painful to your credit score. Less painful, to, okay, less effect on your credit score. Okay. After two. And then after four, they're kind of overlooking it. And then after seven, it sort of goes away. Okay, good to know. It's good, good to know, know. but yeah. you still don't want to get to that point, please. You don't mm-hmm. want to get to that point. No. Now, uh, number nine, Teresa. Number nine. All right, if you have poor credit, you might not qualify for traditional credit card accounts, so instead open a secured credit card. Great. Tammy, do you know exactly what a secured credit card is? Yes, I do. I do, and the reason I, I do agree with this, Teresa, is because you, the tendency when you've had, like my, in my case, a bankruptcy or a foreclosure, you feel devastated and you never want to see another visa sign again. You never want to see another credit card. You just want to walk away from the whole credit idea of credit, right? Right. That's your, that's your tendency because emotionally you're just drained out after the process. What they're saying here is don't walk away from it. Start rebuilding your credit right away. If you've had this happen to you, if you've had a bankruptcy or whatever, begin the process of building your credit back immediately. And one of the ways you can do that is a secured credit card or a credit card. These are, these are I, I believe, that you can describe it more to me, but I think they're also credit cards with set limits. You just can't go above 500 a month, period, no matter what. Well, you're paying now, right? You're, you're, you're giving the finance company $1,000, and then you go out and you make your purchase, mm-hmm. and then you pay again. 
So it's a slow way of building back your credit. But if you've got, like you said, a foreclosure, bankruptcy, you basically have no credit at all. And so we go back to that credit fact earlier today. What did we talk about? You're going to pay higher auto insurance premiums, higher homeowners, renters insurance. And you might not get a job. You might not get a job. So it is important to have a good credit score. More you have important. to be careful with these, though, too, Teresa. There's a lot of scams out there um, on the Internet and on television. We'll rebuild your credit for you. So beware of those scams. Look at for some legitimate sources of secured credit cards. What other ways can you build up your credit again, Teresa? Well, there, there are a few other ways. Um, if you've got credit uh, issues, then, um, well, be consistent with how you apply for credit. I think that's really important, and I think that's for everybody, whether they have bad credit or not. Um, always use the same first name, middle name, last name. Be very consistent. I think this helps with identity theft, and it also helps with them reporting credit issues or credit errors. You know, it would reduce credit errors that you have. Right, because there could be, if, if you have a, if you're a junior, if you're a guy and you're a junior, this happened to my brother-in-law, you can get your your father's bad credit. <laughs> That's but very I, true. It happened to him, and he couldn't figure out why my sister and he couldn't get credit cards because they had really no credit history, bad or good or whatever. And they looked, and it was all his father's stuff reported on his credit report. Going back to the most important tenant here, the thing we want to leave you with, check it often. Check it often. That's check right. it often and use the same name. Don't Don't go William P. Jones on one and then William Jones on the other and then Bill Jones on another one. That's right. That's what we're saying here. Right. right, but even even more important, I believe, and you know this, um, at livingwealthyradio.com, we've got a free report. We've got yep. resources for you to find out how you can be the boss of your credit, the boss of your money. So you never have to go to a finance company or a bank right. to borrow money, right? Right. And, Teresa, are we going to have that link to, because we did the money maps. Last, the last couple of shows we've been talking about money myths. Mm-hmm. And we did, she and I did a very, very good webinar, about 25 or 30 minutes, where we go in more detail to these money myths. So we're going to have, the for you guys that are listening that want to hear the money myths or see the money myths webinar, we're going to have a link for you there, right? We, we are if it's not there already. I've got to talk to our web guy. So when you go there, you're going to get a wealth of stuff. We're adding stuff all the time, and it's going to be a great website for those of you who want to take care charge of your wealth. And eventually, we're going to talk about health, aren't we? Health, that's right. We've that's got some right. great... Miss Healthy, I'm not. Okay, I'm going to say it right here. Be my witness. You're good. I don't do things the right way. I did have my brand cereal this morning. That's how you know you're old. You eat brand for breakfast. <laughs> got that's your fiber. You know. Got your fiber, huh? No, we... Got we... my grandpa's cereal out this morning. <laughs> Between the two of us, we certainly know some great, great resources and people to talk to that are... Yeah going to be on the show, providing some great content and great information so people can uh, live healthy and wealthy. Well, how much time do we have? Do we have time to do one more? Yes, we do. We have time we do. to do okay. one more. But first, I'm, I'm going to show myself because everyone out there that's got a small business, you can also find me on Facebook. You can find Teresa on Facebook easily, too. She's got, you know, killer Facebook, but I have one, too. Did I say Coffee with Grouchy? Coffee with Grouchy. Coffee with Grouchy. It's at facebook.com forward slash coffee with Grouchy. And I've got free stuff for you there, too. So, you know, we are the freebie gals. We want to help you survive, thrive, 
in the new economy and all that good stuff, right? And Tammy, you give away so many great resources. You've got these great webinars going on. Is it weekly? Just about. At least weekly. <laughs> Whenever Teresa's not bothering me, I do a webinar. Okay? <laughs> Are you saying I'm high maintenance? You're a high-maintenance but worth every every second of the day. Yeah. You know, I hear that often. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure if I'd like that. High-maintenance just means you're a classy chick. You know, you wouldn't let your Merce- you park your Mercedes out in the rain and just neglect it, would you? That's all. That's all. Is that all? Okay. You're a Mercedes. You're a Mercedes among women there. Okay. Because I really don't consider myself needy. I don't think I'm no, needy. No, you're not needy. I'm not needy No, you are driven and... Anybody that works with Teresa, all her clients say the same thing. She is on top of everything. She's working to, you know, make them have a better life. That's that's uh, we we try to bring that value to our clients. But but Tammy, you bring value. I have learned so much from your webinars. <laughs> They're amazing. Yeah, I'm amazing. amazing right? So if you are, you don't have to be a business owner, right? If you're an individual that is looking to maybe one day start their own. Business and I am all about following your passion, your entrepreneurial passion. Oh, and you know you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to wake up and say, "Oh, I'm not a salesperson. I'm not an entrepreneur." But you just want something more out of a job, right? Out of your life. Um, you bring so much value. And, and Snoop brings a lot of value because he's got my interview next week. We're going to talk with one of those entrepreneurs. Yes, we are. That that has helped me. Who's been my mentor? So this is exciting. We, we're going to squeeze in one more fact. One fact more number fact. eleven. We've got One more three fact. minutes. Okay. We've got three minutes. Go for it, Teresa. Number eleven. You want to do number eleven? Okay. I want to do number eleven. All right. Well, number eleven is uh, a person with a blemished credit history will likely pay higher interest rates, and there are specific lenders, certain lenders that will just target those individuals with bad credit and market to them, offering them higher interest rates on credit cards. So is this another way, though, you could possibly, if you got a legitimate one of these offers, you could build your credit back just you, by paying through the nose? You, you By paying through the nose, but using it responsibly, I don't know. Tammy, This, you know, you've got to build up your credit, but I, I work with my clients and I teach them other ways, you know, of, of building up their own source of financing, right? So it, it's it's a balancing act. And, Teresa, we want to make it clear, too, that you operate in more states than just Texas. So if you're listening to this, on a live stream, how do they – well, they should start by getting your report, correct? Absolutely. Okay, so yep. tell them how to get in touch with you. If you're in another state, there, Teresa's everywhere. <laughs> That's clever. Tammy, you're Bad so smart. Nationwide. LivingWealthyRadio.com. <laughs> and we've got, you know, on, on, on there, they can t- contact you as well. You've got your own little corner, right? Your own little yeah. corner of the world. Yeah, my little piece of real estate. And uh, you you share a lot on that website, so livingwealthyradio.com. Dot com. Right. And yes, well, we have a minute, right? We've got about a minute. Okay. Okay. Let me go real fast. I'll give you one more because we want to give you twelve facts today. Twelve facts. Okay. It, you may think that a poor financial record is a sign of poor character. No. But did you know this makes you, this is the feel good moment? Okay. Mark Twain and Walt Disney both had claimed bankruptcy before, okay? That's right. And Donald Trump, which we mentioned earlier, and you mentioned something interesting about Walt Disney before. He had the bankruptcy, so he had to go to his what? To found Disneyland. To his life insurance policy. Whoa! Whole life insurance policy. He his whole life policy to make Disneyland? He did. 
Yes, it wouldn't be here today, folks, without be. Whole Life. That's right. But far from being boring, it was a lifesaver, especially in the Depression era. You know, Tammy, bad credit happens to good people, right? It does. It does. It, it can happen to anyone. So I am all about hope and faith. That is, you know, that should be my, my mantra, hope and faith. I'm all about hope and faith and, and God, right? That's where my hope and faith is. But, Absolutely. Um, you know, just because you've got bad credit, you shouldn't be depressed and you shouldn't be thinking, oh, all hope is lost. It's not. Nope. Teresa can help you, give you some great resources to restore it. And we've talked about 12, well, I think more than 12, but at least 12 credit facts. 14. 14, 15 credit facts that is important to know to help keep your credit high. If you've got a good credit score, raise it, start over. I mean, we've, we've I think, um, shared some really good information today. We, we have. And you can get it again at uh, livingwealthyradio.com. You got it. Livingwealthyradio.com. And you can contact Teresa there. Please ask questions. If you're out here listening, we want to hear from you. Email us, contact us, leave a comment on the blog or the uh, the Facebook page, and we'll get back to you. Yes, Tammy, you know, we've got a disclaimer to end the show with. Oh, yes, okay. Disclaim. You want to hear the disclaimer? Disclaim away, baby. Okay, this presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation and does not make personalized recommendations. No, we don't. Not unless you talk to Teresa directly. And this material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax advisor or legal counsel. You should contact your own tax professional attorneys to help answer questions about your specific situation or needs prior to taking any action based on this information. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. Tammy, you have a nope. fabulous Sunday. You out there. You have a great listening Sunday. Audience. So, so lovely. Thank you so much. And goodbye to everyone out there. Come visit me at Coffee with Grouchy. Coffee with Grouchy and LivingWealthyRadio.com on Talk Radio, 1370 a.m., noon every Sunday. <laughs>